welcome to Simone J. It's Between the Weeks. With two freaks. I'm Sydney. I'm Shu. And we are here telling you about stuff and things. What's been going on? What's going down? Where's it at? Well, I want to talk about how cool our listeners are. Yes. So I have been talking to a lot of our listeners via text, email, Instagram, DM. And as of today... Are you ready for some super exciting news? Yes. We have an official embassy in Canada. Um, <laughs> one of our listeners who lives in Canada has declared um, her home in Saskatchewan as the official Simone J embassy of Canada. Wow. And I am fully supportive of that. So it's uh-huh. super cool. Also, everyone who listens to our show is super hot. Yeah. If you can hear our voices right now, chances are you are super hot because we have the hottest listeners. Mm-hmm. Very attractive. <laughs> <laughs> Does that mean we get we have a place to stay whenever we go to Canada? Probably. I'm so excited. Yeah, I'm cool. I'm excited about it for when we go on tour next summer. Yeah. So, woo woo. Woo woo. What's going on with you? Not much. Um I spent the day with my brother today. He went and got a tattoo and I watched him get a tattoo. Cool. Yeah. That that was some nice I've been doing a lot of family hangs. You sure and, have. Um, I'm enjoying it. You know, we, let's see, when I was 14, I moved out here mm-hmm. and my brother's 18 and he stayed in New Mexico. Oh, okay. And then he joined the army after high school. Mm-hmm. And um, that was like when the World Trade Center went down. And so he got shipped to Iraq, like straight out of boot camp. So. I didn't really grow up with him as, like, a teenager. He was, like, always, like, very far away yeah. from me. So, um, yeah. And for a long time, like, I feel like neither of us really, we were, like, fine with our relationship. Like, we didn't really talk, but it was fine. Like, whatever. We both just live in our lives. Mm-hmm. And then as now that as adults, we've, like, grown a lot closer. And That's I think good. Both of us realize that we want to, like, have a good relationship and shit. Yeah, it's so. nice to get to reacquaint yourself with a family member, but as adults. Yeah. So he, yeah, so he came and he was getting a tattoo and he's like, uh, will you go with me? And I was like, fuck yeah, I'll go. I'm cool. down. I'm so down for this. And it was really nice too because at the tattoo shop, the guy who did it had like his own room mm-hmm. to tattoo. And I think he's like an owner of the shop or something. I don't know. Um, but yeah, he had his own room with like a couch and a TV in there and like it's chill as fuck. Cool. Watch some cool th- movies. How long did this tattoo take? There we were there for like six hours. What? We went at one and I just got here like shortly before you did. Holy schmoles. Yeah. That's so a, that's extensive. Well, the guy here's the thing with tattoo artists, like they fucking putz around getting shit set up and getting oh. their stencil ready. And they're just like, you know, chilling. And then if it takes a while, if it's like, you know, an afternoon tattoo, chances are they're going to stop and eat, which is what this artist did. So he stopped and had lunch uh-huh. and then started again. And 
he this guy didn't smoke but there's like i've been to artists are like you know every half hour they're like i'm gonna get a, i'm gonna go take a break and smoke and you're like man i just really want to fucking get this done yeah um but it was chill we had a good conversation the three of us and watched some cool movies Fucking Denzel Washington, uh, Angelina Jolie, Hitmaker. What was it about? <laughs> what was it called? The Bone Collector? Oh. Do you remember that one? I've never seen it. It's like there's a serial killer and Denzel is like a veg. He's not a vegetable, but he's like paralyzed and in a bed. But he's like a genius detective or something. And Angelina Jolie's a street cop and she helps him figure out who the killer is i don't know it was crazy and did they figure it out they figure it out using like the most 90s computer technology he's like using paint (laughs) (laughs) he solves a murder with ms paint yeah and i was like yeah that i bet i bet you guys thought that was real cool when you made this (laughs) fucking paint that's amazing yeah um cool That's, yeah, that's pretty much just what's going on with me. Um, Well, I want to tell you a story of personal outrage that I have. Oh, shit. Okay. Okay. Are you familiar with the writer's room story from Roseanne where towards the end of the series, Roseanne, the original, not the reboot. Okay. uh, Roseanne was bananas and she was hiring a lot of her friends. And there was this guy, I can't remember who it was. He wasn't famous, but he was a black comedian that Roseanne hired to be a writer on the show. And he had been in the writer's room for several episodes. He's allegedly working on writing the show and he's been there for a while. And then one of the writers is telling a plot proposal and says, and then Jackie will do this. And this guy says, who Jackie? What? And it's a famous kind of Hollywood uh, writer's room yeah. story, the Who Jackie Who story. Jackie? They even um they quoted it uh, on 30 Rock. Um, oh, okay. And so I had a Who Jackie moment that caused me much outrage. Oh, really? So I'd been on a couple of dates with this certain fella. We'd been on maybe four or five dates. And... I kind of realized not it's not going to be a thing. I'm not interested, whatever. But we still kind of text. And he asked me what I was doing uh, some night. And I said, oh, well, I have to go record with Shu. Or no, I said something about Shu. Maybe I didn't say recording. So I said something about Shu. And he said, who's Shu? <laughs> and I was furious. Yeah. You've been on five dates with me and you follow me on Instagram and you don't know who Shu is? What the fuck is that about? You haven't been paying any attention whatsoever. (laughs) Fuck you. I have two friends that I talk about. Shu and Jessica. Right. Who Shu? Who Shu? Who Shu? (laughs) The co-host of Simone J with Sydney and Shu? Yeah. That's who. You fucking idiot. (laughs) Like, I'm like, you You clearly <laughs> haven't listened to my podcast or followed it on Instagram or Twitter yeah. or anything. And just like a little effort to pay attention to one of the most important things in my life. Yes. Who's shoe? Fucking so Who Jackie? <laughs> that, that is the perfect, like, <laughs> yes. I love that. Dude, and Jackie is like my favorite character, She's by the, the way. She's fucking kooky as fuck. Oh, my God. She's the best. 
I love Jackie. I love the show, Roseanne. I haven't watched the reboot because I'm oh, not ready haven't. to be disappointed. I've been watching it and I'm like, yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah, like, I'll I'll watch it. I think that, you know, everyone's all fucking sensitive about the Trump jokes and mm-hmm. they're like, oh, she, she's the Trump supporter and she's blah, 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 putting all this shit in her show. But I mean, the original Roseanne, she talked about stuff that at that time they were like, I can't believe she put that in yeah. her show. So that's kind of similar. And I'm like, I'm disappointed that she likes Trump, but whatever the fuck, like who gives a shit? Who gives a so, shit? She's Roseanne and she's, she's yeah. bananas. I like if you're looking. The, here's the thing with people like caring about stuff like that. It's like if you're looking to Roseanne for guidance and for like what what the, we as Americans should be like doing. Mm-hmm. There's something like much, much more wrong here with this situation. Correct. Because Roseanne is fucking cuckoo bananas and she's not someone that we should be taking any sort of like real advice from no she is a great comedian yes. she's a great entertainer yes and that's it also do you remember the blind item from it was from the emmys or the golden globes where uh we're pretty sure it was roseanne and she was doing lines of cocaine in the back and norman Reedus from walking dead came up and said uh, how about you share some of that with me? And she said, you'd have a better chance of fucking me in the ass than having any of this Coke. <laughs> <laughs> and that is a great Hollywood story. Yeah. Um, That's Roseanne. Yeah. <laughs> Jesus Christ. So, yeah. Uh, I mean, that's uh, that's about all I got going on, I guess. Um, okay. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, like I was going to tell you something, but was it a secret? <laughs> was it a naughty little I'm secret? I don't know. I just, I've been just having fun with life. That's good. I've just been living. That's, I've been dating you know. someone. Oh, really? I'm not going to talk about it. Oh, okay. It doesn't fit in with my persona on the show. Okay. My show persona is that I'm disgruntled and perpetually single. Yeah. And I feel like I can't even talk. If like if I were to date someone, which I'm not going to do, yeah. I wouldn't talk about it on the show okay. because it would ruin the mystique. But don't you think our fans want you to they want that storyline peak of you like, oh, she found someone. I mean, I listen, Ooh, I girl, she happy. I I can be happy in fits and spurts. Uh-huh. So you know, I'm happy for now. Okay. And it'll eventually fade. And that's fine. I was listening to um, Neil Brennan on W2TF with Mark Marin, uh-huh. And I really enjoy Neil Brennan. He's co-creator of The Chappelle Show and his Netflix special, Three Mics. is He has three microphones on the stage and he does one for comedy one for one-liner jokes and one for serious kind of more spoken word thing yeah i think i've seen that yeah it's really good he has depression and he talks about different treatments that he's done for it because he's done the electromagnetic stimulation and he's done ketamine and all this fucking shit um anyways he was on mark Marin, and i kind of fell in love with him while he was talking about relationships because he's like i'm not an incredibly lonely person i feel there's so much that I need to do and so much that I'm working on. I don't feel emptiness or loneliness in my life. And I have been happy with people for periods of time. And 
it fades and it ends. And, you know, I don't, I'm not in a hurry to be in a relationship until I find someone where I enjoy being around them more than I enjoy being alone. And that's, even if I do find that, it's not, I think it's unrealistic for me to expect that to last forever. And I feel like that really articulated how I feel about relationships. Uh It's like, I don't feel overall a huge loneliness in my life. And I'm in general too busy to be in a relationship. Um, And so I have happiness and like, I have romantic happiness in fits and spurts. Yeah. And so I think it's kind of a fantasy for me to expect to find long-term happiness with another human being because I am so independent um, and generally self-satisfied and busy with my own life. Like there's not a human-sized hole in my life. Um, So, you know, whatever. Yeah. It's all fucking stupid. Good for you. Sometimes it's nice. Good for you. Sometimes it's nice to sleep over at another person's house. Yeah. Whatever. Hey, you know. You just keep traveling that windy road called life. That's what baby. I do. I'm out there. I'm on the streets. I'm doing recon. I realized that I lost my calculator watch about a month ago, oh, no. and I think it's at someone else's house. Uh-oh. So now I gotta be like, I'm like, hey, hey, can I come get my calculator watch? Cause I miss it. But also, I'm not gonna sleep with you because I'm kind of seeing someone. Oh, uh, just uh, had to mention that. Yeah, that's always weird where you have to tell people that you're not dating, that you are dating someone else. Yeah. You know how, like, we have sex every couple weeks? Um, Uh, We're not going to do that anymore. I like, met someone. I kind of, like, met someone, but don't worry, because as soon as it ends, like, I'm totally going to hit you up, and uh, we're, like, totally going to have sex again. Check back with me in September. See what's on. (laughs) Listen, I want to pretend that we're still friends and we're going to talk every so often. And then when I'm single again, I'll be like, what you doing? in my back pocket. Want company. Yeah. Do you want to get married? Because I'm kind of in love with you. And I try to keep seeing you to a minimum because it's very sad for me to see you because I'm in love with you and uh, you're in love with you. (laughs) So... I'm seeing other people. You're very popular. You're very popular. You're you're very popular in this relationship, and I'm just like not. And um, it's kind of like Neil Brennan and Dave Chappelle. Like one of them, very popular. The other one, not as popular. Both great. Yeah. So um, you know, um, I went to karaoke last night. Yes. I forgot about that. Tell me about it. It was wonderful. Tell me about it, stud. I'm sorry, I didn't mean to quote Grease and fucking ruin everything. I was about to start singing a Grease song and I was like, don't do it. <laughs> um, just don't go Never there. stop yourself from singing on this podcast oh ever. Well, I hadn't gone for a while because I always have to work the following day. Mm-hmm. And, you know, karaoke nights, we're not going to bed till like two in the morning. Takes it out of you. And, you know, I can't be going into work all tired. Mm-hmm. I mean, I can, but I just feel shitty. Yeah. I woke up today. I was like, I'm going to die. I, I think I said I'm dead like 10 times. And Deacon's like, you're not dead. Stop it. You're alive. Live your life, girl. Be the cum queen I know you are. Um, anyways, I hadn't gone in for a while because I'm being responsible, but I had, you know, the day off. Mm-hmm. So I knew I could go get crazy. And um, 
By get crazy, I mean have one vodka cranberry and sing my song with some soul. Um, <laughs> I hadn't sang in a while and I just got this yearning. I was like, I just really want to sing in public. Yes. At a bar in front mm-hmm. of strangers. Mm-hmm. So we went <clears throat> and I wanted to do a song that I just don't normally do. I'm like, I, I just want to change it up. I want to feel that rush. of, Do I even know this song? And uh. So I picked Under the Bridge by the Red Hot Chili Peppers. This story just took a turn for the worse. <laughs> Continue. And I I fucking sang it. I'm proud of you, but also I fucking hate the Red Hot Chili Peppers. You know, I I have mixed feelings about them. I hear Anthony Kiedis is like such a scumbag. Uh-huh. But, um, I mean, their songs are just like whatever. That's why I don't like them. They're not good. They're not bad. They're I don't, just there. I don't get it. People love them. People no, love yeah. I'm them. definitely not a lover of okay. them. I was just like, I here's what happens. I hear a song like at a, on a radio or at Target or something. I'm like, I know that song. I'll put that on my karaoke list. And then when it comes down to it, I'm like, I don't fucking like. I know that song. I don't like it. Mm-hmm. And so, but it was on the list, so I just picked it. It was either that or Immigrant Song by Led Zeppelin. And I'm like, Shoo, Shoo, what the fuck do you think you're doing with Immigrant Song on your fucking list? Like, what what are you doing? I don't know, because (laughs) lately I was thinking, I used to go to karaoke all the time, and I would do rap songs, and I would do karaoke contests, and none Uh of this is anything I'm proud of. But lately, I was thinking that if I were to return to karaoke, I'd probably do songs from the musical Cabaret, which is not any better than anything you just said. (laughs) So, yeah, I almost did Indian Outlaw by Tim McGraw. (laughs) You know that song? No. She's an Indian outlaw. Half Cherokee and Choctaw. My baby, she's a Chippewa. She's a one of a kind. (laughs) You can find me in my wigwam. I'll be beating on my tom-tom, pull out your pipe and smoke some, pass it down the line. You know that song? <laughs> no, I can't. I can't. <laughs> I cannot wait to listen to it. I might have to have that be the outro music on this episode. Because that's amazing. Everything that just happened was fantastic. Yeah, it's really, I love that song. It's like one of my, like, you know, you just heard it all the time on the radio growing up. Yeah. Oh, country music, am I right? Am I, I right? love country music. Do you? We we've been over this. And this is this is the thing <laughs> is I'll ask people, I'll say, how do you feel about country music? And everyone always says, Well, I like, you know, old original country. I don't like any of that new shit. Like yeah. it's not cool. It's not cool to like new country. Fuck you. I love new country. It's not like it's all I listen to. Yeah. But um I love, uh, I love, you know, I love my Casey Musgraves. Uh, yes, you do. And then I love, who's That's that stud true. guy? Sam, Sam Hunt. I love oh, Sam okay. Hunt. Um, yeah, I got, I got some country on my oh, Spotify. Okay. So, yeah. because I do like, I like really good pop music. Uh-huh. I don't like all pop music because right. a lot of it is garbage, but I, I just hate when people are like, oh, yeah, I don't like that new shit, that new pop stuff. I'm like, yeah. fuck you. I, know. I had all of Taylor Swift's country albums, and they were good. So fuck you. Oh, shit. 
Oh, yeah. Yeah, I hate when people, my least favorite question is, what kind of music do you like? It's such a test. It is, because you know they're just like, oh, no, that's not cool. Like, you know, you might say something, that's not cool. I I like Sublime. Ugh, gross. What? I mean... Whatever. It, it's all like stuff that doesn't matter. And so I like to be very upfront about the fact that I am not cool. I am not trying yeah. to be cool. I used to in fashion school, I would think when I was working on stuff on like the computers uh, for my drafting classes. Uh, and I'd be like, yeah, everyone in this room thinks I'm so cool. And they have no idea that I'm bumping Phil Collins. <laughs> Phil Collins is cool. <laughs> Phil Collins is fucking cool. Uh... I also requested a weekend off in July so I can go see Michael McDonald perform at a casino. Oh so god. like this is my life. <laughs> oh my god, that's hilarious. One of the best concerts um, I've ever been to was uh Super Diamond, the alternative Neil Diamond experience. Oh Lay it on me. I am not cool. I don't give a fuck. Did you see that Shaggy and Sting are they're going on tour together? Yes, because let me tell you. Okay. Do you remember when I took that trip to Jerome on 420? Correct. And I said we Cheech and Chonged our way up there? Yes. Well, we were looking at the releases on Spotify for new music. Uh-huh. And Sting and Shaggy put out an album. And I forgot what it's called. It's like the area codes of like where they're from. <laughs> it's like 446 something i don't know i'll I'll look it up that's amazing um, so we listened to that entire album and then we listened to two interviews on why they did the album because we were like the whole time we're like why though like what the fuck is happening and it turns out they have like what some sort of agent like a mutual agent and so he was talking to shaggy and was like i i'm gonna give this to sting like i think he would really be into this music And then Shaggy's just chilling in his music room one day in Jamaica, just making his fucking beats. And Sting walks in singing the chorus to one of his songs. And Shaggy's like, what? And Sting's like, I fucking love this, man. Like, let's work together. (laughs) And so he was just supposed to be on one Shaggy song. Uh But they had so much fun that they did another song. And before you knew it, they had a fucking album. And I I think Sting did like... Two songs are more like Sting's, uh-huh. but most of it's Shaggy's like beats and shit with Sting featuring Sting. That's kind of a beautiful story of male friendship. It is. I just don't know that I would like that music. They're like, we just hit it off instantly. And like, we just love hanging out. And Sting's like, I've never been to Jamaica. Like, it's amazing. This Sting's lifestyle. Never- Sting has never been to Jamaica. That's what he said. Sting. Come on. That's insane. Yeah. Okay. So the album's called, uh, God damn it. I just had it. Oh man. I'm like an old person. This is your mom. Well, okay. We're not moms. This is like your two aunties that have a podcast. Your cool aunts. Your cool aunts. We're your cool aunts who might buy you weed if you're, you know, if you're responsible enough. Don't tell your mom, but I'll give you a little puff off my doobie. I went to, side note real quick, I went to this party with my friend growing up in high school, and her aunt took us, and we got wasted on Smirnoff Ices, which is disgusting, and um, I got so drunk that I threw up in the bathroom, uh-huh. but I guess, like, all over the toilet, 
and I thought I lost my labray ring, my labray piercing. <laughs> I thought I had like thrown up and like somehow it came out. Uh-huh. But then it just turned out that I like took it off before I threw up and put it in my pocket. Oh, okay. And her the next day her aunt's like, "Did you throw up last night?" And I was like, "Yeah." And she's like, "I know cuz it's everywhere." And I was like, "Okay." <laughs> So we're those kind of ants. Yes. Um, anyways, Shaggy and Sting's <laughs> album is called 44876. Like 44 slash 876. Cool. I think that's their like area codes. So, uh, and the funny thing is like Deacon pointed out to me that Sting worked on another album with a different artist and they did this, they named it the same way, like the area codes. So I don't know if it's just like Sting's on a. That's just what he does. He He's, just likes he, that. He does what he wants. He's like, you know, it would be really cool if we took our area codes. <laughs> well, maybe he put so much into writing the songs that he's <laughs> he like, I can't. got nothing left. I got nothing left. We'll just do our area codes. Yeah. So anyways, they're going on tour. We're we're going. Can we're I go? like in it. Oh, fuck yes, dude. Okay. You should come with us. I will. We're so pumped. Like, it's just I love so, Sting. I love Shaggy. I mean, I love Sting too, but. Wasn't me. Mr. Boombastic. <laughs> you know? Oh, I know. I fucking love Shaggy. I sing I sang some Shaggy at karaoke too one time. You know? I'm without words. <laughs> and that happens so seldom. And I think you now know what to do to shut me down. Which is- wasn't me. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, that's the best uh, <laughs> note to go out on. And I'm pretty sure we're calling this episode It Wasn't Me. <laughs> nice. Okay. So happy Monday, everyone. Uh, oh, we hope you start your week off right and just have a great week. And uh, you know, we'll hear from you'll hear from us really soon. Oh, and hit us up, uh, Instagram, Simone Shea Podcast, Twitter, Simone Shea Pod, and then Simone Shea Podcast at gmail dot com and six four six seven seven eight seven seven four three is the official cellular telephone of not just my debt collectors but also our listeners that's right so get up in it and you don't have to call you can text yeah too. Mm-hmm. so um we love hearing from you guys and it's so fun and have a great fucking week Woo-hoo.